This is the theme song to my podcast. I stole this song off the internet because I needed a theme song for my podcast. Please don't sue me. Please don't sue me. What's going on, you fucking downers? That's what I decided. That's what I'm going to start referring to my audience as downers, just because, you know, it's just on the way down. And uh, I mean, also, chances are, if you listen to this and, and, and you relate to any of it, yeah, you're probably, you're probably depressed, probably depressed. You're probably kind of a downer at times. So, uh, that's, that's, I, I, you know, I decided that's what I'm going to refer to my audience as. So from from let, let it be written, let it be done from this moment forward, you will be referred to as as a downer. It's kind of like Mark Maron. I don't know if it, maybe you've listened to uh, WTF. He starts every episode with, what's up? Uh, what does he say? Well, what's up? What the fuckers? What the fuck, buddies? What the fucking ears? Because his podcast is WTF, which is what the fuck. You probably knew that. But yeah, I figured downers is probably a good one, right? It's, uh, it is, what, what day is it? What, what, where am I? Where am I? It's Tuesday, January 28th, 2020. Can't believe January's almost over. That's because we've been busy out here. Time flies when you're doing things. But I appreciate you being here. My name is Zach Gadzooks if you're nasty, and this is the 12th episode of On the Way Down. I've been getting really good feedback on on the last episode on number 11 with Noah James. People I didn't realize, like in my circle, people I didn't realize listen to my podcast. They're like, hey man, I heard that the new one with uh, with Noah James is really good. I'm like, oh, like that's cool. I appreciate that. But like, does that mean like you've heard the rest of them too? Like, are, are, do you listen? I'm, I'm not the dude. I don't, I don't like show up at like parties and be like, Hey bro, you listen to my podcast. Hey, Hey B like, you know, I have a podcast, right? Do you listen to it? I, I'd, I'm the kind of dude, like I'd almost prefer to just think nobody listens to it. Cause if I, if I know exactly who listens to it, then I'm going to find myself kind of catering to them. And uh, maybe holding back a little bit, or, or or whatever the case may be. So it's um, it's probably just better that I, I I don't. I'm the guy like I'm 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 real active on Instagram. I I post a lot of stories, but I never ever uh, click to see like who watches it because you know there are the few people I know watch it because they always respond or, or whatever. But the last thing I want is is to scroll through the people who saw it and like see my aunt or, or like my old teacher or something and I'm just like oh my god I what these people I, what I'm saying I'm saying this horrendous heinous ass shit in front of these people who, whose opinion I I, I, I do value I, I do value their opinion and and I I'm 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 sensitive to to the, our dynamic but at the same time I am I, I just got to be me I I I'd, so. Whatever is going to hinder me being me, I, I, I just choose to uh, to turn a blind eye to it. And I got to tell you, it's worked out pretty well so far. So I think I'm on to something. But yeah, several friends uh, from my regular circle have commented and, and just said that it was really good. And they uh, they think I should keep going and that I got something good going on here. And I do agree. And I, I, I do appreciate them listening. And I appreciate you listening. Oh, shit. I almost knocked something off the desk. I do appreciate you listening. If you haven't listened, then by all means, feel free to do so. This podcast lives at onthewaydown.net. You can also find a lot of the blogs I've written there. Find me on social media at Gadzooks, that's at G-V-D-Z-O-O-K-S on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Find this podcast on Instagram at O-T-W-D Podcast. I just started posting clips yesterday from uh, from the Noah James episode. There's not many followers, but I appreciate every single one of you guys. And uh, I have no doubt that we're going to be growing here uh, 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 rapidly. I, I think we're going to go grow rapidly. So uh, salute to you if, if you jumped on early and if you have not, there's still time.
You can find all my photography-related services at ZachTakesPictures.com. That's Z-A-C-H TakesPictures.com. Forgive the voice. I, I'm 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 at the at the end stages of a of a cold that I've been battling. Um, not for very long. I don't get sick often, and when I do, it's it's pretty short lived. Cause I'm I'm a relatively healthy motherfucker. I I you know I exercise. I, I eat I eat pretty good. I, I take my vitamins and uh, and 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 you know all the things. But then there but then I I definitely give those vitamins a a a run a run for their money. I definitely make them work for it uh, by pouring copious amounts of alcohol on top of them, uh, amongst other things that will not be mentioned. Feel free to use your imagination. You're probably right. But yes, thank you for all the, uh, the, the good feedback I've been getting. If you would be so kind as to find this podcast on iTunes or whatever your preferred platform is, I think I, I want to say iTunes is probably the best in terms of uh, providing feedback, uh, in terms of how well that feedback helps me. I have no idea. I haven't really read about this stuff extensively. I'm kind of just talking out of my ass, but... If you would be so kind as to go to iTunes and give this a five-star rating and leave some nice words behind, I would very much appreciate it. It does help in the SEO, and it helps uh, it helps people find this thing easily. And uh, that's, that's, that's very helpful. That's kind of the goal. I don't do this so that nobody will listen to it. So the more people that, that listen, the better. And the more people that you can help point into this direction, I appreciate that very much. It does make a difference, and it, it does not go unnoticed. Please remember to subscribe on your preferred podcast platform, blah, 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 all the podcast things. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Something I do want to talk about is uh, if you're a rap head, if, uh, specifically if you're like an underground rap head, then you are aware of a group called Blackalicious, a legendary Bay Area hip-hop group called Blackalicious, the main rapper of which uh, is named Gift of Gab. And I just read on the internet that he is going through uh, some troubles. Uh, uh, well, actually, he's been going through some troubles, and it's it's getting better. So at least that's good. What, what's been happening is he's been, he, he is dealing with kidney failure, for the past seven years and he's been on dialysis and he's been uh he's still been performing because that's his bread and butter so he so he obviously he's been doing that but he has managed to kind of do that while dealing with dialysis i'm not entirely sure what that process looks like but i mean the word itself sounds extremely uh, complicated it sounds like it was probably probably a pain in the ass so uh as as i have it understood he's been on a waiting list uh, to get a kidney transplant for seven years and they finally got him a kidney uh however there is that thing that um you may or may not uh, have heard what is it called i can't i can't remember oh money that's what it's called money i couldn't think you know so he needs money because now he he has a kidney on the way, but then you have to pay for that motherfucker. And and I I, I haven't purchased many kidneys myself, but I I assume they're not cheap. I assume they're not cheap. So they started a GoFundMe for him. They've raised quite a bit already, uh, but they do have quite a quite a quite a ways to go. Quite a ways to go. So if uh, if 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 you are so inclined, if you're interested, maybe visit his GoFundMe and, and kick him a few dollars. Um, I think. In return for donations, he's going to send out an exclusive EP and all that. Again, if you don't know Blackalicious, if you don't know Gift of Gab, you probably don't care because uh, there's a lot of bad shit in the world. Sometimes people need kidneys, right? But if me, myself being a fan, uh, this sparked my interest a bit. And I actually met Gift of Gab uh, twice. I met him twice. Uh, he's an extremely nice dude. He's, he's, he's an extremely, extremely good rapper. Um, I don't think anyone would 
dispute that. And uh, th- it's, it's one of those rap groups that there's a good chance if if you turn on the radio at any point in your life, uh, specifically a hip hop station, if, if you've been in the world, you've probably heard his songs uh, or maybe a variation of his songs. I think, I don't remember his name, Harry Potter, uh, the kid who plays Harry Potter. It was not a kid. He's an adult. He might be the same age as me. I don't know. But I think he, uh, he covered his song on Jimmy Fallon or, or something, the alphabet, the uh, alphabet that aerobics, alphabet, I don't know, YouTube it. Anyway, that uh, that song is a Black Alicia song. And uh, Gifford Gab, again, I've met him a few times. He, he couldn't have been nicer. And uh, if, uh, if in, again, if anyone's inclined to kick him a few bucks, I'm sure he would very much appreciate it. I would appreciate it. Um, I don't know what the URL is. It's kind of complicated. But, you know, if you just go to onthewaydown.net, I'm going to put a link on uh, somewhere, uh, hopefully on the, the front page. I should probably done this before. I talked about it, but you know, we'll get it done. We'll get it done. But yeah, go to onthewaydown.net. There will be a link there for you to see the GoFundMe campaign. And if you, if you have it in your heart and you can afford it to kick them some, some, some money, please do so. And know that uh, it'll come back to you tenfold. I don't know. I I can't prove that. I'm not even sure I believe that. Uh, But you know, it's just some things people say after they ask you for money. So that's what I'm doing. You know, I, I got to tell you, um, I, I don't talk much during the day because I, I work from home and I, I am here most of the day by myself. So I don't talk to many people. And so I was like, you know, I'm, I'm gonna, I got some time. I'm going to go go throw an episode together. And now that I'm, uh, what am I, 15 minutes in, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of second guessing this because my throat, uh, a motherfucker's throat kind of struggling out here. And I'm not sure how, how, how stoked you'll be on, on hearing me sounding like I, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a waitress at a diner in, 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 in the Midwest somewhere in middle America. Like, hey, sweetie, can I get you more coffee? Anybody got a cigarette? I feel like that's how I sound. And I'm, I'm sipping my coffee rapidly uh, just to, to keep the throat lubricated. And, and that, that is working so far, but I'm, I'm running out of coffee very quickly. But uh, this episode was actually supposed to have a guest. Um, I was supposed to have two guests last week. And uh, shit didn't work out. But one of them rescheduled for this Thursday. So I'm going to talk to him and then I'm going to talk to and we're going to film that. Um, oh, yeah. P.S. Uh, you can see the Noah, I know I'd mentioned it in the Noah James episode, but uh, as of now, that video is officially on YouTube. And you know, it's a weird thing. I wish I could, I wish I could plug the YouTube, but here's a strange thing. So you can only get a custom URL for YouTube. That's like when it's like youtube.com slash OTWD or whatever it is. And that not only looks cool, but it makes it a lot fucking easier to like drive traffic there because i could just sit here and tell you hey go to youtube.com slash otwd podcast and 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 you know subscribe and do the youtube things but they they won't let you get a custom url until you have at least 100 subscribers which isn't a whole lot but like my question to you uh youtube uh, how the fuck do you propose that i drive traffic to my page in order to get subscribers in order to get the url if i don't have the url you know, like as of now, until I get the custom URL, it's just like youtube.com slash user slash a huge series of serial numbers. Like, how do I, it, it, it looks like all the Holocaust survivors put their arms together and, and, and you just read all the, no, that's fucked up. I shouldn't have said that. Hey, it's Holocaust day, like two days ago. Glad you guys made it through that. Uh, sorry about the Hitler thing. 
But anyway, if you could, if you could help me by subscribing to the YouTube, even though like there's no subscribers because I don't know how to drive traffic there, uh, I would appreciate that because then if I get that hundred subscribers, then I can do a custom URL and then I could plug it way easier and it, it would just be a lot more sufficient. So I, I guess the best way right now is to just go to onthewaydown.net, go to the last uh, Noah James episode number 11. The video is there nice and big in the body of the post and, and just click on the video and then you can follow the link to YouTube. I know that's a lot of steps in 2020. I know that's a lot of steps, but if you would do that, I appreciate it. If you want to support, I never ask you guys for money. I don't, I don't do the Patreon thing. Yeah, we got a few sponsors or whatever, but like, if you do want to, if you want to support this podcast, if you want to help me out, you can. And I appreciate it. Trust me. I appreciate it. The way to do that is subscribe to YouTube, uh, 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 follow the Instagram, uh, leave, leave feedback and five-star ratings on, on iTunes. This shit is very helpful. And that is a good way to support. Uh, so for those of you who ask, like that's, that's the move. And and thank you. I, I appreciate it. But uh, what was I saying? Um, oh yeah, the the Noah James uh, video is now on YouTube. You can watch it, and I posted some clips on Instagram. I believe I mentioned that already. But the whole video is in fact on YouTube. It'll be the YouTube page with my big stupid face at the top. If you see my big stupid face, uh, you're in the right place. You're in the right place. But yeah, we were gonna have a, a guest on this episode, but uh, things happened, things changed, and so we, we we roll with it. So I got two guests lined up on Thursday possibly another one on Friday, and then uh, more for next week, all of which will be filmed, and I am very excited about it. But right now, since we don't have a guest, I'm just going to uh, do kick it old school. I'm gonna kick it old school and just come on here and talk some shit. I actually, I got a message uh, from somebody who is a listener, and uh, I, I'm, I'm, I got to tell you, I'm pretty stoked. I'm pretty stoked. I get, I get, I get little Instagram messages here and there, but uh, not downplaying that. But this is the first time I've felt compelled to read it on the air, and um, well, that was kind of the point. So I had asked, uh, and she mentioned it. I did ask, I think two episodes ago, if there's anything you want me to talk about, because like I said, I'd like to do these little solo episodes between the guest episodes just to keep the momentum and keep shit flowing, keep me sharp. And keep you entertained, hopefully. So uh, I had I had asked uh, you guys to write in whatever topics you want me to cover, and if it's something I I think I can speak on, then I'd be happy to do so, at least to to the best of my ability. So I did get a message, um, and I'm gonna read it. It starts Gadzooks with a exclamation point, and then in parentheses, I know your name is Zach, but I call you Gadzooks because I'm nasty with a wink. First of all, right out the gate, you're a bad motherfucker, man. I pre- <laughs> you're a bad motherfucker for that one. I like that. Uh, she continues, you probably don't remember me, but I met you a long time ago in Boston when you performed at church. My name is uh, it's church is a club. I should probably mention that church. It's I didn't perform like you know. I, at the God kind of church. It was, church was a club in, it might still be, you know, I'm not sure if, if the, uh, if, if the club was called church or if that was just the name for the, the weekly event or whatever. I don't know. I was, I was traveling in Boston and I got a show and I went and played there. I remember they called it church. Um, that's kind of a cool story too, but, um, just want to clear that up. I met you a long time ago in Boston when you performed at church. My name is Brienne. Me and my boyfriend at the time were so impressed, and you bought us both a drink after. That sounds about right. I was probably hammered. I I would have bought you a drink anyway. Um, 
I used to listen to your podcast when you first started it, and I'm so glad it's back. I'm curious to know your thoughts on the passing of Kobe, being that you're from L.A. and always have a fresh and unique perspective on things. Uh, I appreciate that. I don't know about always. I, I don't know about unique either. But I, I'm, I'm glad. I'm, I, you know, I'm, I'm glad you think so. Even us in Boston are feeling this loss. Anyways, you asked for people to send you things to discuss. In parentheses, she says, can't remember which episode, but it was recent. I know this is a sad subject, so if it's okay... So it's okay if you'd rather not talk about it, but like I said, you always find a way to make sad situations better and funny, although I know I should not be laughing. Huh. Thank you, and, and welcome to, to my world. Congrats on all the big moves. Hope to catch you again if you're ever performing in Boston again. Love, Brienne. P.S. The devil is a motherfucking lie. Yo. You guys, this is, that's, my first, that's my first official like fan letter. That, that's, that, I gotta tell you. I gotta tell you, baby. That's real tight. I, I dare say that's God level. This is the, we're approaching God level. I, 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 I think I think we've reached God level. Brianne, thank you so much uh, for A, for listening, uh, B, for writing in, and, uh, and, and C, just for being a bad motherfucker. I do, in fact, remember you. Um, if, I, if I remember correctly, you're, I'm going to call you white. I think you're white. I'm pretty sure you're white. You know, it's Boston. A lot of you are white. But uh, you're, you're a white chick with curly hair tall very nice uh your boyfriend is not or wasn't uh, the guy you were with uh your 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 message leads me to believe that he, he's no longer in your life so uh, at the time i remember him being nice but uh yeah i do remember you um this is wild i want to say that was probably ooh 2013 2013 i'm i'm almost it was either 2013 or 2012 one of those um i just happened to be in boston and uh i had some time to kill i was i was thick in the rap scene at 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 that time and i had some time to kill in boston so i think i just got on the internet or i tweeted something i had like no followers back then on instagram but like i i i i put it out in the air that uh i had time to kill and if there's any like local hip hop shows or open mics or whatever that people are aware of point me in that direction and I, you know, I'll take the train down there or whatever. And, uh, sure enough, I, I don't remember how it came about, but I did find one on, I want to say on the upper West side. And, uh, I remember, I think I walked all the way. I had no money back then. So I, nowadays, not that I have a ton of money now, but I, I would at least Uber or, or take a cab or something. But I remember, I do remember the train didn't go there. And so I just had to walk and it was a mish. I think it I think it was like five miles, which I mean, it's, it's not like Moses wandering the desert for 40 years, but I, I'm, I'm from Southern California, baby. We don't walk nowhere. All right. We don't walk nowhere. Plus it's Boston. And I remember it being very cold, very cold. But yeah, I, I walked. I just hoofed it. I think I made a few stops and uh, I hoofed it all the way to the bar. I believe I had called ahead of time. Cause they had already had his show scheduled and I called and I was like, yo, I'm a rapper from Los Angeles. Um, I just happened to be in town. I, I'm, I'm under the impression that you do like a weekly showcase or, or what, whatever it is. If you have any open slots that I could jump in, you know, I'll come whenever, stay as long as you need me to, whatever. I'm just trying to like, you know, while I'm out here, I'm just trying to be out here. And, uh, I th- the guy got back to me. He was like, yeah, you just got to show up and, and, you know, I'll, I'll try my best to get you on. So I was like, shit, I ain't doing shit else anyway. So 
I, I hoofed it all the way over there. And I remember, I remember just waiting and waiting and waiting. I got there early and uh, I think I went to a restaurant across the street and got something to eat. And then I went back and the promoter hadn't even got there yet. So I'm talking to the bartender. I'm talking to the DJ. I think I still follow the DJ. Matter of fact, I think we're still connected on, I don't remember his name. I'll have to find him and shout him out. But uh, I remember he was super cool. I went up on stage like, hey, bro, I, I, you know, I, you might be him. But I, I talked to someone earlier. Uh, he promotes the show and he said, you know, I could possibly get on. And um, so like, this is me standing here wondering if I can get on. And he's like, yeah, no doubt, man. Uh, he'll be here in a little while, but feel free to chill. And I remember he asked like, you know, uh, what kind of music and all that. Oh, you know it, what? It, I had instrumentals. That's what it was. I had my computer with me and I had instrumentals and I believe he gave me a flash drive and told me to put my instrumentals on there so that he could spin, uh, for, for my little set. Anyway, fast forward, long story short, promoter gets there. Super cool guy. I remember he looked and sounded and kind of carried himself like sway from a uh, sway in the morning, you know, fucking sway. And, um, I remember feeling like, I was, here's the thing, in retrospect, I I think about that, I'm like, God damn, you was out here looking thirsty, you were real thirsty, because I I wasn't begging, but I was like, hey man, I I walked all the way over here, you know what I'm saying, like, like whatever, I I don't want to, I don't want to, I don't want to step on no toes or nothing, but like, if if you got five minutes, if you got 10 minutes, you got 45 minutes, whatever, like, I got the spits, I got the spits, so, so just let me know, I'll jump on that stage right now, and, uh, he was like, yeah, yeah, okay, okay, l- let me, uh, I remember he called me Youngblood. I said, all right, Youngblood, let me, I'm like, oh, that was cool. I've never been called that before, you know? It was tight. I felt like a, a fucking, like a rapper and shit. But it was like, all right, Youngblood, let me uh, l- let me see what's going on. Let me see what, what I got on the schedule and uh, just chill. Post up right here. I was like, yeah, man, I'll be right here. And I remember just the time going and going and every once in a while I'd lock eyes with him and he'd look at me and kind of give me a wink. And I'm like, is that wink like... Like, uh, any minute now I'll get to you or a wink, like, Hey man, I, I, I don't know what, to, uh, I got nothing, no information for you. I, I don't know. But I, all I knew was, well, I, I was not leaving. And finally, I, I think he came and said, Hey man, it's not looking good. And I was just like, I had that, you know, I'm not taking no for an answer type shit because people had been performing. And then like between sets, like you, if you've been to rap shows, like local rap shows, there's like, there's some dead time between sets. Well, but they change out. I'm like, yo, while while they're doing that, if it's like a four minute changeover, I'll kick a acapella. Like I don't give a fuck. If there's still a mic plugged in, let me get that. Cause this place was packed. Uh, there was, there was hella people there. I, I'd say there's about a hundred and fifty people there in in a in a small place, which I was very used to at that time, playing the airliner in various places throughout Southern California. And so He's like, all right, man, you could tell he was kind of annoyed, but kind of respected the hunger at the same time. Maybe that's just me, me, me hope. Maybe that's wishful thinking. Maybe he was more annoyed than anything. But uh, he said, all right, the headline, he came back. He's like, all right, the headline is going to go on after this guy. I'll give you four minutes uh, between that. And uh, but you got to get off right after. I'm like, man, enough said. So the the supporting act finished and I'm already on the stage. And he's like, all right, we got, he, he did a real good job building up. He's like, all right, we got a very, very special guest in the building tonight. And I'm like, oh, very, 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 very special. Very, very special. I like the sound of that. Um, hey, you know, he's gassing up. That, that's his job. He's trying to keep everybody uh, in, involved and, 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 and 
and interested. And so we got a very, very special guest tonight before we get to our headliner. All the way from Los Angeles just to perform for you guys tonight. We have Gadzooks. And everyone was like, right, if if you've played a, if you've ever played a show, a show uh, you you may be familiar with that sound. However, I went on there and it was one of those moments uh, that I've I've talked about in in on this podcast before, where you you let the momentum, you kind of put the blinders on, you just let the momentum carry you until you, you let it carry you right up until the moment that that you've been you've been you've been trying to reach, and then once you're there, you're like, oh shit, the fuck do I do now? And so I'm, I'm on this stage in Boston. I'm like, fuck am I doing in Boston? The fuck do I have a mic in my hand for? Who the fuck are all these people? And everyone's looking at me like, and I remember, this is like some movie shit. As he, he's like, hey, give it up for Gadzooks from LA or whatever. Everyone's like, oh, yeah, cool, whatever. He covers the mic with uh with his other hand and looks at me and he says it better be fresh but it was kind of that's when i was like yo that was some like sway in the morning shit he was like yo it better be fresh kind of not like a dick but like all in his facial expression told me like yo you've been bugging me for hours motherfucker you better come hard don't be coming whack after all this and and i understand and i agree and i was like i got you man gives me the mic and i just after that split second of, holy shit, what am I doing up here? I just pressed the button and I turned it on. And I was just like, Boston, Massachusetts, how we feeling tonight? And again, I'm like, all right, all right, all right. I just, I did my thing. I'm, 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 I'm kind of a showman. I don't give myself a lot of credit for a lot of things, but I'm, I'm, I'm decent on a stage. I'm, I'm largely full of shit, so I can, I can usually talk my way out of things or into things or you know, whatever the case may be. But I, I look, I, I, you know, I thank people for, for paying attention and standing around. I said, you know, we'll get to the headliner real quickly. Thank you to this guy. I don't remember his name, but I shouted him out. Thank you so much for this opportunity. I've been bugging him all night and this means a lot. Uh, and then I just went to the DJ. I'm like, yo, drop that for me. And he dropped the first song and I did the, I did a song and the whole crowd, you could just, there's a moment. I, I mean, if you're a performer, I hope, I hope that you've experienced this, but because it's a great feeling. It starts with disinterest, and then you could just slowly see people like, oh, okay. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Okay. And then you got them. Once, once, once you get that, oh, okay, you got them. You can kind of do whatever you want, and, and you got them. That, you can't do whatever you want. You can lose them. There, it's a balancing act, but I, I, I got them. I definitely got them. And whereas before the set, I heard, as soon as I finished that song, before the music had even stopped, everyone in the crowd was cheering, not just clapping, like cheering. And I was like, oh shit, this was a good idea. Okay, okay. And I look over and I look at, I look, I look at the host and I'm like, thank you so much, man. He's like, you got one more? I'm like, what, one, what, like, what song? Is that you got one more? I'm like, I, I do. And I got a lot more. Uh, would you like me to do? He's like, yeah, man, keep going. I was like, shit. So I looked at the DJ. I'm like, yo, run that second one for me. He runs it. I'm like, y'all want one more? And everyone, again, cheers. Kill a second song. Afterward, uh, more cheers. It was great. It was a great feeling. Um, I thanked, I, I, I did one of those like, like a samurai bow and I'd like tap my heart and I was like, yo, 
Thank you guys so much. This means a lot. Uh, I'm happy to be here with you in your city or, or whatever. And uh, turn around and the dude gave me dap and like like a homie hug where you, you, you know, you shake hands and hug at the same time. Gave me one of those. And he's like, that was good. You killed that. And I was like, thank you, man. Yo, I can't thank you enough. I appreciate you. I hope I, I hope I didn't stress you out too much. And he's like, man, it's, it's, it's love. It's love. I was like, yo, I'm a rapper, son. Son, I'm a rapper. But, um, but yeah, anyway, that's the, that's the show that she's referring to. <laughs> Brienne. Shout out Brienne, man. I do remember you guys came up to me afterward. Um, and, uh, you guys said how much you enjoyed it. And I believe I gave you a CD. I, I used to carry CDs around all the time. So if I, I, I know that if I had CDs, I definitely gave you one. Um, if I didn't have them, then I, I, I didn't give you one, but just know I would have yeah, had I had them on me, but I appreciate you, uh, to this day, I appreciate you coming up and, and talking to me after that show. That was really cool. It made me feel real good. And, uh, it made me feel, yo, it's, it's crazy. Uh, I never went on tour before and, um, it's crazy to be in a city by yourself all the way on the other side of the fucking country. Uh, you feel real alone, which I'm perfectly fine with, but then all of a sudden you're in this room full of people that know who you are and, and, they they like you and they're telling you nice things and you're like wow like shit i i'm not alone anymore like this is this is kind of crazy like no one knows me knows me but like now they know who i am like it, it's it's a it, it's a great feeling that um that's a great feeling it it really does show you the power of uh of music and and just performance and and words and interaction and communication it it really does that's some powerful shit. It took me, I like I was alone. I was completely alone by myself. No one knew who I was. I could have got ran over by a car. No one would have noticed. And then like six or seven minutes, two songs later, everyone, everyone knew who I was. People were buying me drinks and all that. And that, that was a good, that was one of the best experiences uh, as far as music goes. So yeah, once again, shout out Brianne. And and also thank you for listening. I, I didn't realize that you'd been following me since then, but uh I I appreciate you doing so. That's that's real tight. Real, real tight. Make a motherfucker feel good. So, uh to to get to your question, or rather the topic that you'd like me to talk about. I you know, I wasn't well, yeah, obviously Kobe Bryant died, right? I I wasn't planning to talk about this i mean i'm sure it would have come up eventually especially like with a guest like we are in southern california and it is a big deal um it is a big deal but i i'm not going to paint myself as you know kobe fanatic or a lakers fanatic or even a sports fanatic i'm i'm it's pretty well known in my circle that i'm not i'm uh i'm not super into sports. I don't follow them. If if I do follow anything, it is the NBA. Um, I, I do, I do enjoy basketball and, uh, basketball is kind of a thing in my house at the moment. My son is obsessed with basketball. He plays on a team. He likes, he follows all the players and this and that. Um, I grew up following NBA, but that's honestly just cause I have a lot of black friends and, uh, no, that's a little joke, but, um, but I mean, it's accurate. I do have a lot of black friends and, uh, you know, black people like basketball. 
that's and there, there's nothing wrong with that. Uh, but all my other friends like basketball as well. Like I have white friends that love basketball. Uh, Mex, all my Mexican friends, they just like Lakers. You know what I'm saying? Like the, 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 the very few people in the world like sports teams as much as people from Southern California like the Lakers. And um, so it was always it was always around me. And um, I've been to a bunch of Laker games, and uh, I actually took my uh, I was I was I was very lucky to be able to attend Kobe's last game with my son. I wasn't planning to go, but he wanted to go, obviously. And I, uh, I, I had the opportunity, and I was like, "Yeah, let's go." Um, shout out my friend Todd Vineyard. I, I don't know if he listens to this. I doubt he listens to this, but he, uh, he hooked it up. And uh, long story short, me and the young God, my son, we were able to attend Kobe's last game, and. It was a, uh, that was a crazy experience. I'm, I just remember looking down because I used to work for uh, more or less uh, by way of technology. I used to work for a ticket agency and I remember the Lakers were not doing good. And I think the last, the last game of the season, you could get tickets for maybe like $40. And then the second Kobe announced his retirement, you you like refresh the page basically and those $40 tickets were now $600 and that those were like the cheapest those were like just to get in the place and um so you could imagine the type of money that was being thrown around to get on the lower the lower seats and all that so i just remember looking down next to my kid uh we're sitting up top some of really good seats we're like on the balcony um the first row of the balcony and like that second level. And, uh, we could see the whole court. And I remember looking down, I'm like, yo, Dre, that's Jay-Z. And shortly before that, my son had met Magic Johnson in the elevator going up to, uh, cause we, I don't remember why, but we were in this like special elevator and, uh, we, uh, we, we go, <laughs> we go in the elevator and there's fucking Magic Johnson getting in the elevator and he's talking to this chick. I'm like, Dre, that's Magic Johnson. And he's like, really? Which one? <laughs> and I'm like, uh, the only one that looks like he plays with the fucking Lakers. You know, the, the it's either the, the short white lady, the fat Mexican dude, or the six foot seven black dude that you, I don't know. I, I, I know, I know you're five years old, but like, you tell me, which one do you think is Magic Johnson? Anyway. We're we're in the uh the elevator and Magic was there and you know I'm I'm like looking up at him and looking down, looking like don't 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 make eye contact with him. And he looks and I just I knew he was gonna talk to Dre. And Dre is uh he's 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 on the shy side. He's on the shy side, but he looks down and Magic's like, What's up, little man? And Dre looks up at him and he's like, Hi <laughs> Hi and He's like, give me some, and, and puts his knuckles out, and Dre pounds his, uh, gives him a pound. He's like, you ready for Kobe's last game? And yeah. And he's like, I know someone must love you very much for you to be here. That's right. You're blessed. You're very lucky to be here tonight. And I, I, I look at him like, yo, thank you, man. I appreciate that. Like, thanks for talking to the kid and all that. And he's like, I got you. And then he, he, he the door's open, and he walks out. And literally, like, four minutes later, he's on the court giving the the opening announcement anyway so yeah we were at kobe's last game and uh it was tight it was dope it's dope just to say that we were there uh more for him just because um like for me too but again i'm not i i have different heroes 
Um, I'm, I'm, I'm more into, I'm into other things. I, I definitely enjoyed it and I enjoyed myself and it's cool to brag to all, uh, all those black friends that I was talking about. They're all very, very jealous that I was at Kobe's last game and uh, as they, as they goddamn well should be. But we still have the lanyards and like special VIP entrance lanyards and the, the booklets and the, the t-shirts. They hooked everyone in, in the crowd up that day with like bobbleheads and, and all that, like that one of a kind shit you can only get on Kobe Bryant's retirement game. So something that's weird, uh, and I do, I do this often. I think about death a lot, guys. I woke up Sunday morning, still in bed, eyes barely open, and I go on my phone. I, I have a habit of doing that, as I'm sure a lot of you do as well. I go on Instagram, and it's early still. It's like maybe 7.45. And I start scrolling, and I see a montage of Michael Jordan. And um, I've done this, I, I do this regularly, where... I kind of trip out on the idea that, wow, one day this guy's going to die. Like for big, it, it always happens with like, like in the past has been Will Smith. Like, wow, it's crazy to think that one day Will Smith's going to die. Like, I'm not even sure Will Smith can die, right? It's like when Michael Jackson died, how the world kind of stopped. Because sometimes you get these people who are so big uh, and, and, and then they die. And you're like, Wow. Why the fuck ain't anybody tell me this this dude was capable of dying? So so what you're telling me is he's not immortal. That's what you're telling me? Cause you could have you, you could have fooled me, baby. I, I thought I thought this motherfucker was gonna live f- forever. I thought this motherfucker was God himself. And that's the thing. Like when people like Kobe, like like you know, fill in the blank. It's not so much, I mean it's obviously sad that they died, but it's sad when anybody dies. It's more that people who subconsciously you don't really think they'll ever die. If you didn't know any better, these motherfuckers are going to live forever. And then they die. And it not only makes you realize that, wow, they can, they're, they're not like, like Rocky. He's not a machine. It not only makes you realize that, but it, it reminds you that, oh shit, I'm going to die too. And everyone I love is going to die. And, and, you know, and so on and so forth. And it just gets deeper and darker and, 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 and it just, it, so it goes to quote Kurt Vonnegut. That was pretentious. Um, but what I was saying is I occasionally do the thing where it's not like I'm worried or anything. It just, I, I tend to think very deeply. And if that sounds like a brag or, or, or me being arrogant, it's not because it's actually a fucking burden. And I wish I didn't think as deep as as I do. It, it gets in my way way more often than than I probably let on. But I occasionally find myself looking at people like Will Smith, like Michael Jordan, and thinking, wow, one day, these motherfuckers are going to die. And I wonder how the world's going to react to that. Like, it's just the concept of them, of them dying, because you know they're going to die. But it's like people have died before, but it's it's almost like, yeah, people from my dad's generation or whatever, like my dad's heroes uh, have died. Mind you, when I say they're going to die, I I mean like from old age, from natural causes. Like one day, Will Smith's going to get so old that the motherfucker just can't stay alive. Granted, he looks great. He might, I just saw Bad Boys 3. It, it, it might be 50 years from now. He might make it to 103 or, what, or whatever, however old he'll be in 50 years. And I won't be that surprised, but eventually the motherfucker's going to die. He might outlive me, and everyone listening to this right now. But one day he is going to die. And that shit trips me out. And I remember thinking that that morning, 
about Michael Jordan because it's been it had been a little while since I've seen anything with Michael Jordan involved. I'm like, wow, Michael Jordan, what a bad motherfucker, man. Everyone knows Michael Jordan. One day he's gonna die, and that shit's gonna be crazy. That just like I just I can just imagine like texting my friends like, yo, Michael Jordan died, and I remember thinking that and be like, wow, that was crazy. Anyway, uh, get up and make some coffee now. That's just a, that's just a regular morning thought in 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 the the cave of wonders that is my brain. It, it sounds cool, cave of wonders, but touch the gold and the shit turns to lava. Aladdin reference. I go downstairs, make my coffee, do my thing, and hours later I get a text. It's like, yo, Kobe Bryant just died, and I was like, what? I didn't immediately. I didn't even immediately go back to like, wow. I was just thinking about Michael Jordan dying. I just was like, Kobe Bryant, like it was like the, the words were all scrambled, like Kobe Bryant died, what the fuck, Kobe Bryant can't die, he's fucking Kobe Bryant. So of course, you know, get on the internet, Wikipedia pops up and it's it's the is, right, like you might know what I'm talking about, you just refresh until is turns to was, like Kobe Bryant is a, you know, retired professional, blah, blah, blah. He's refresh, and sure enough, the is turns to was. I'm like, oh shit. Well, first of all, these mother who are these people? They're like, they're just on their computer, just waiting. Like, who died? Who died? Who he died? Okay, you sure? Okay, cool. Is to was submit. Cool. It's updated. Like, Jesus Christ, like you are on your shit. But so uh, I'm thinking, you know, th- there have been celebrity death hoaxes in the past, and so you immediately think, ah, th- again. Fucking Kobe Bryant can't die. This is obviously a hoax. You ain't fooling me. But, uh, you know, one article, then another article, and then it's like, oh, another article, but it's like ESPN. Like, all right, we're getting more reputable sources. ESPN. Ooh, New York Times. Ugh. Uh, I think this motherfucker died. I'm pretty sure this motherfucker died. And it, it's it's a blow. It, it's it, Regardless, I mean, I'm for, speaking for myself. Kobe Bryant wasn't a hero of mine. My heroes are different. I have different heroes. But just the immensity of it, that's a motherfucking public figure and a half. Like, that, that, that is a human being that most human beings know about. And to deny that, eh, you, you're, you're in denial. That's exactly what you're, you're in denial. Don't, don't act like, oh, it's the same as a, a death is a death. Ah, go fuck yourself. It's, it's different. It, it, it is different. Culturally and, 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 and globally, it's different. It's just different. So I'm sitting there, I'm like, wow, holy shit. Kobe Bryant died in a helicopter crash. Good Lord. That, that's a, that, that shit. This is a fucking day to remember. This is crazy. And I go, and coincidentally, my son's outside with his friends playing basketball. And I'm like, well, I'm going to go tell my kid right now. So I walk outside. And I'm like, yo, Dre, come here real quick. And he comes over. And I'm like, yo, Kobe Bryant just died. And he looks at me. He's like, what? I'm like, Kobe Bryant just died. And like his shoulders slumped a little bit. And his, his face kind of turned white. And he's like, no, no, he didn't. Because again, my, my son's about this basketball shit. And so he got, you know, emotional or whatever. But the reason I bring this up is I looked around and a lot of the neighbors were out of their houses. Like almost half the neighbors were out in the street, just like looking around people. I ain't even seen since I live in this neighborhood. I've been, I've been here almost a year. I haven't even seen these motherfuckers. I'm like, yo, that's who lives in that house. I, you know, how it is. It's 2020. We'll talk to our neighbors. The people just standing in the street, like looking for, looking for answers. And, and I'm looking at them and they look at me and I look away. And then I look back at them and they look away. And, and finally I'm like, uh, and they're like, yeah, right. I'm like, yeah, right. Like they're like Kobe. I'm like, dude, yo, you heard too. And like, yeah, we, we, that's what we were just reading about on, um, 
on the internet. I'm like, yo, isn't that crazy? And like, so all the neighbors just start talking. I'm like, wow, this is like a fucking president died. This is like the president guy. This is how I imagine it was when like JFK got killed or something. Like people you don't even know are just standing in the street, just looking to the heavens. Like, uh, I don't know what I'm doing out here, but it just didn't feel right to stay in my house. This is just such a monumental occurrence that I, I, I have to get up and walk outside. This is fucking crazy. It's like it's like the president died. A president people like. It's like Obama died when Obama was in office. And so, yeah, I, I go back inside and continue reading and all that. And, and again, I wasn't sad. I wasn't sad. Um, I wasn't not sad, but I wasn't like devastated. And what's what I'll mention about that is, you know, I, I reposted something on Instagram that says it's OK to feel however you're feeling about the death of a celebrity. And I like that a lot because there are the people, you know, if you're devastated, that's fine. Then there's a reason you're devastated. Like, don't I, I'm I'm. I'm a big fan of not explain. I, I I don't I don't feel the need to explain myself when it comes to how I'm feeling. I can. I'm uh I I do have the gift of uh of articulation and I'm 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 very self-aware and I'm in tune with myself and I just happen to be able to put my feelings into words pretty easily. But that's not to say that I feel the obligation to do so. But when shit like this happens, you know, you get the people who are devastated. And then you get the other people who kind of ridicule them for feeling devastated. Like, you didn't even know him. He's just a basketball player, whatever. And then you get the people who feel guilty for feeling devastated. But then you also get the people who don't feel anything. And you get the people who don't feel anything and, and feel guilty for not feeling anything. And I don't, I truly don't think there's a right or wrong or anything. I'm, I'm going to say something right now. I'm going to tell you this. When 9-11 happened, I didn't give a shit. And it's not because it has nothing to do with, I mean, granted, I was 16 years old, but it, it's not because I'm a sociopath. I might be, but it has, it has nothing to do with that. And it's not because I, you know, it was no, it was no political shit involved. It was just like, it was so big and so far away that at that moment, I was just like, huh, like I wasn't stoked. Like, fuck yeah. You mean, wait, people died today? Sick. I wasn't stoked about it, but I just wasn't, I wasn't really affected by it. And I remember I, I was, I was a freshman in high school when 9-11 happened. And I remember the, the whole school kind of shut down. And I remember people walking around devastated, even some of my friends. And I don't know if I'm just naturally a contrarian or if I, maybe I'm just an asshole. I'm, I'm willing, to, I'm willing to entertain that possibility. But I remember thinking like, are you motherfuckers really upset or are you just do you feel guilty for not feeling upset so now you you're pretending to feel upset are you jumping on the sad bandwagon the sad wagon or are you or 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 are you genuinely affected by this i'm just again i don't think there's a right or wrong i'm just curious uh i'm just always curious and um i talked to a friend uh th- right after kobe died or several hours after and they're saying they, they don't like how somber everything is. It's just like a real sense of like sadness in the air. Like everything's very, every, everyone's real somber and, uh, and just bummed out. And they don't like it, A, because obviously they're a nice person. They don't like people to feel sad, but they also feel like they should be depressed. 
And they're, you know, which implies they're not. And I responded, I'm like, yo, that shit I just posted, that goes both ways. You can take that as, hey, I'm sad about Kobe Bryant's death and I don't have to explain myself. Like, I'm sad for a reason. Go fuck yourself if you think I shouldn't be. Or you can take that as, you know, I'm not really affected by this and, and that's okay. Like, I'm, there's nothing that says I'm supposed to be affected by this. Like, again, I can't, I can't state this enough. That's not, that's not the same as, well, I don't give a fuck if Kobe Bryant died. Or, or it's certainly not like I'm glad he died. It's, it's just you're allowed to not be affected by things. It's, it's, it's okay. I think it's okay. And anyone who would, who would hold it against you, uh, either way, for being super affected or not affected at all, fuck them. They're probably just projecting, and their opinion has nothing to do with you. I will say, there was a moment that it hit me though. I was riding in the car with my kid we had just taken his 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 friend home who had been staying the weekend with us and on the way home it's just my son and i and we turn on the radio which i i rarely turn on the radio i'm not even sure why the radio was on where you we usually either stream music off our phone or 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 whatever but for whatever reason the radio was on and it was on power 106 and as you would expect they're playing you know they're doing tributes to kobe they're everyone they're having Listeners call in and talk about it and all that. And they they played this, I want to say it's about, it was probably about two minutes long, um, like the official ode to Kobe. And it was just a perfect blend of emotions and, 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 and you know, they had the music and, and just the words they chose. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a sucker for words, baby. I'm a sucker for words. And the, the way they put it, because... This was shortly after it was it was revealed that his daughter was actually on the helicopter with him. So we're in the car, and uh, again, it was just a perfect combination of music and words and, and delivery and all that, and it, it hit me. And we were listening. I, I told Jay, I was like, shh, shh, listen, listen, listen. And so we're listening to it, and I find myself tearing up. And when it's done, Dre looks over at me, and it's like, Dad, are you crying? I'm like, yeah, a little bit. <laughs> like, I, I, a motherfucker got teary. It, it, it got a little misty. It, it got a little misty. Like not crocodile tears, but which I'm not above. I, I, I've cried crocodile crocodile tears before, and I and I will again. This occasion did not call for crocodile tears, but, but again, a motherfucker got misty eyed. What hit me is that I, I'm not afraid of death. I'm I've, I've never been afraid of dying. In fact, I'm. I'm more afraid of not dying. If you've ever seen The Green Mile, there's a point at the end. Hold on, my dog's licking his nutsack again. Hey, 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 don't look at me like that. You know what you're doing. You want to lick your nutsack? If anyone's lick their nutsack in this house, it's going to be me. Thank you, that's more like it. If you've ever seen The Green Mile, at the end of the movie when it's revealed that Tom Hanks is a hundred and if you haven't spoiler alert, but you know, it's an old movie. You should have fucking seen it. If you haven't seen it, that's your fault. It's revealed that Tom Hanks is like 137 years old or essentially immortal. And I remember the nurse or whoever he was talking to assumed that was a good thing. Like, you know, good for you. You're still alive. You're essentially a superhero. And he said, I've witnessed the death of every single person I've ever cared about ever. Because I I just can't die. 
So everyone's going to die before me. Anyone I've ever cared about has died. And anyone I do care about will die before me. I'm going to have to, I'm going to have to feel that loss over and over and over again. And I remember I saw it when I was a kid and I remember in that moment, I was like, fuck, that's definitely going to happen to me. That's definitely because that's the worst shit ever. It's one thing to die. But to see everyone you care about die, as as much worse than dying. That's much worse than dying. I can't think of anything worse than that. Uh, your parents, your grandparents, your best friends, your, your children, your siblings, yeah, everybody. I, I can't think of anything much worse than that. So, for I mean, I, I obviously know I'm going to die. But there's that irrational fear that that's still in me like fuck I'm gonna, and and that that's honestly why I'm occasionally as reckless as I am it lends itself to the, the bravery I have uh, on occasion because uh, I'm just like yo what's the worst that could happen I, I, it's not like I'm going to die I can't die I'm not supposed to die cuz I'm supposed I'm doomed to stay here forever and watch everyone I love die that's my fate I I've convinced myself that that's that's my reality and being a rational person I know that's not accurate uh, and, and if that does happen, it's just a coincidence, but I'd be lying if I said that isn't somewhere still in my head. So I'm, I'm not afraid of dying. I'm afraid of not dying, but the idea of dying, not only next to your child, but dying next to your child and having your last thoughts be that they're going to die too. And there's absolutely nothing you can do to stop that. And furthermore, you know, someone back home is going to have a motherfucking hole ripped out of their heart, being the other parent, your, your, your wife, your husband, and you're not only dying, but your child's dying and you not only can't stop them from dying, but you're not even going to be around to console the person whose life is about to get flipped the fuck upside down. That shit is real heavy. And uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm a little biased Kobe's daughter is the same age as my son. And and honestly, I'm going to say this. If you're not a parent, you don't understand. And and it's not your fault. You can't understand. You 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 physically, biologically, scientifically cannot really understand. You can empathize. Empathy only gets you so far. You can't you you can't really grasp. And and furthermore, I won't even say you you necessarily understand just because you're a parent. Making people, making people is the easy part. Uh, it's very, very, very easy to be a parent. Uh, so much so that they make, they, they, people go to great lengths to avoid becoming parents, contraceptives. And also new parents, you can't understand either. I'm sorry. Uh, if, if you're a new parent, uh, you, you think you understand and you're well on your way to understand. I'm not downplaying. I'm, I'm not trying to shit on you or whatever, but I'm saying like, you, if you're a new parent with a baby, what, what you you barely have a person. That that baby is is barely a person. It, what you have is the most complicated pet you've ever owned. You have you you essentially have a puppy that you legally can't crate train, but you'll get there, provided you do all the right things and you stay in the motherfucker's life. But if you've put in the time, day in and day out for twelve, thirteen years, or plus. Uh, if, 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 if you, if you've put in enough time to know the sheer inconvenience of, of, of having a child for, for 12, 13 years, if it, but also the incomparable joy that it brings, like it, it goes beyond 
joy. Maybe I'm just not aware of a word uh, that accurately describes it. But if you, uh, speaking for myself, if you forget that you actually made this person, like my son is, I'll admit, my son is the only thing I've ever 100% dedicated myself to in, in ever in my existence. I'm a, I'm an innately selfish person. And other than my son, I'm going to always put myself first. It's something I felt the moment he was born. I was in, I was in the room when he was born and I was the first person to hold him, the first person to talk to him, the first person to give him my finger and have him squeeze my finger. And I just knew, I just knew like, oh, this is what it feels like to know that like you would die for something. And I didn't even, I didn't even talk to this motherfucker yet. Like I just met him. Like, I don't know what exactly it is. It's some weird primal discovery channel shit, but it was, it is a very, very real feeling. I just immediately knew that every idea I had of unconditional love or, 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 or selflessness, just sheer selflessness, Anything I I experienced prior to that moment that I thought was unconditional love or selflessness or or just knowing that you would die to protect someone, anything I I experienced prior to that moment, my son was born, I knew at that moment, like, oh, that was all bullshit. I thought I knew I was talking about, but now that was nothing. And it has only grown since then. So you need that period. And for, for me, it's been, it's been 12 years. We're coming up on 13 years. And I find myself forgetting that I made this kid. I've, 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 cause he's my homie. I, I find myself getting caught up in, in the sheer, uh, just the, the immensity, the idea that here this person is. And before I'd made him, he wasn't here. And, and it's been 13, almost 13 years of building bonds. And I find myself getting so caught up in, again, the immensity of it, just the reality of it. But also like just the little things like just the kindness and and the way he laughs and the stupid little dances and stupid voices. And you develop inside jokes and shit that only you and, and this other person know exist. You get so caught up in that, that at some point I'm speaking for myself. At some point I stand back, I find myself like, oh shit, wait, this is, this is my, you're, you're not just like the shortest friend I have. You're like, you're, you're my child. Like I made you. Now you have a fucking cell phone. Now, now we text each other and send each other videos. Like, yo, this is, this shit is wild. This shit is wild. I was talking to a, a good friend. I went to a, my friend's release party and I, I ran into a friend that I've known for more than half my life. And he has kids now and and we're just doing doing the dad talk and his kids are all my kids age and he was saying you know at first I wanted to be his coach I fucked up I wanted to be his coach but I want to be his dad his coach his counselor all the things it is his first first kid and and we a lot of us do that I'm guilty of that myself but it's like you know now now that I've had other kids and you know it's been it's been 13 years and I've had I've had time to kind of because the thing is, when you have that first kid, not speaking for everyone, but I was certainly speaking for myself and, and a lot of my friends, we don't know what the fuck we're doing. Some of us fuck up royally. We, we were, a lot of my friends were raised by wolves. And so we don't have not only help, physical help or guidance, but we, we never really had that guidance in the first place. It's a miracle we made it as far as we have, let alone now we're in charge of helping someone else get as far as they can get. It's a crazy, scary, terrifying fucking thing. But my friend was saying, you know, these days I, I, I tell him like, 
whatever you want to do, but we're going to do something. This is exactly what I've always told my son. Like, yo, you want to be a football player? Go ahead. But you, you were going to be a football player. I, this dude, like he joined Taekwondo and, and four years later, he's a black belt. Like I, I just did on some like trial, like $90 for two weeks, try it out shit. And then four years later, he goes four days a week for four years and, and he's a fucking black belt. And that's because when we start something, we, I'm, I'm not big like, yo, I'm, I'm, I've said it before. I'm not big on forcing myself to do shit I don't enjoy. However, I do force myself to do something and I force my kid to do something. You have to have something, just have something. I don't give a fuck what it is, something you like, something that's, that you're working toward and making yourself better at something, something to get you up in the morning, a, a goal, something. And my friend was uh, essentially saying the same thing. He's like, yo, I don't care. Yo, you, you want to quit basketball? That's fine. Like you want to do karate? Cool. You want to play the drums? Whatever it is, let's run it. I just, I, I, I need to, I need something to cheer for you. And I, 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 I want to be a cheerleader. I, I don't want to be the coach anymore. Now I, I just want to be a cheerleader. You need to give me a reason to cheer for you. And that's how I feel. That's how I've always felt about my son. And Grant, I, I don't know. I obviously, like, no one really does. I, I don't know the dynamic between Kobe and his daughter. Like, we all read the same articles and this and that. But, like, no one uh, no one outside of that house uh, knows the real, uh, the real relationship. But assuming... Me, uh, assuming I, I'm just putting myself in, in, in those shoes and I'm applying my situation to, to, to theirs, uh, assuming Kobe had the kind of relationship with his daughter that I have with my son, uh, taking that into, into consideration, again, I cannot imagine dying next to this kid knowing that he's going to die too. That idea was so big and I hadn't really considered it up until that point that, again, a motherfucker got misty. I, I got a little misty. That's some heavy shit. And yeah, people die all the time. Kids die all the time. Parents die all the time. Parents and kids die together all the time. All over the world is full of, of, of war and, and, and famine and starvation and, and plague and, and as, as long as, as the humankind has been in existence. Sure, that's not taken away anything from them and it's, again it's not it's not saying that this is a special case but, but it kind of is it, it, it kind of is these people aren't more important than anyone else but to an extent it, it, there's something to be said about an entire country an entire world coming together and kind of getting bummed out when a single person dies. You can go the route of saying, oh, well, these people are just are, are, are just on the bandwagon. They're, they've been spoon-fed all this shit. You could do all the negative shit. Or you can choose to say, wow, this must have been a powerful dude. I don't give a fuck if you only played basketball. Like, what have you done with your life? How many people are going to be crying when you die or when I die? So again, you can take the route of, of saying that Kobe or, or, or whoever, who again, fill in the blank. You could take the route of saying they're undeserving of the 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 widespread mourning and 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 all the sentiments and all that or you could take the route of wow they must have been some a powerful person they 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 must have had quite quite an impact to to for there to be such a reaction like this there's another thing i saw on instagram that uh, i i reposted and i just pulled it up it says to feel affected by the death of someone you don't know is to realize that our reach, our impact, our energy extends beyond the circle we perceive to be our own. 
This is a reminder to be careful with your words, to love and accept, to share, inspire, and live an authentic life. After all, life is fleeting and you are powerful. I read that and I was like, yo, fucking A. I hadn't really considered that before. Like I had subconsciously maybe, but maybe not in those specific words. I, I thought, again, I'm a sucker for words. And I thought that was beautifully put. That kind of sums up everything. So everyone on, on Facebook saying, well, wh- wh- why is it that we only care when, when celebrities die or, or, or about, you know, wh- why is he a hero? You know, that's, that's not for me to determine. I don't know if that, if that's your hero. Great. If it's not your hero, great. I, I but I don't believe in telling people how to feel or what to do or what to say. Right now, the internet is full of people and there's a lot of emotions being thrown around. And uh, I, I don't think any of them are, are unjustified. I might not agree with, with everything, but I, I, don't, I don't believe in telling people that they shouldn't feel a certain way. Like, what the fuck is it to you if, if, if you want to call Kobe Bryant your hero or uh, if, you're more, if you're more devastated by his death than the death of all the soldiers who just died on that plane that crashed? You know, I, 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 someone, I, I won't say who, I doubt they listen, but just in the interest of diplomacy, I'll just say someone on Facebook. This is the thing, man. I, I, I avoid Facebook for the very reason that I, I avoid Facebook because I know it always fucks my mood up. And then every once in a while, I'll go on there and, and, and I'll, I'll start looking for shit. Like, what can I find to fuck my up? Oh, oh, there it is. God damn. And then it fucks my mood up. And then not, not only am I mad about what I read on Facebook, but I'm mad at myself. Like, you asshole, you, you know this is the bad place. Why the fuck you on Facebook? Like, why can't? Because I also, I post on Facebook because you know, I make shit. I, I post links to podcasts and videos and shit. But like... Have some control, man. Go on there and and, and and post and get the fuck out. Post and get the fuck out. But every once in a while, I get sucked in the vortex, especially on 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 days like the, the last few, uh, where you know there's a lot there's a lot happening. There's a lot happening, and and sure enough, I you know I see I see I see the article about the the Air Force plane that crashed in fuck I don't know Afghanistan. I'm just assuming or something. I'm not downplaying it. You know, respect to the military, blah, 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 all the things. But the person who posted it was like, so why isn't this on the news? Are, are, are the lives of these soldiers any less important than the life of a basketball player? And I'm, I just, I, you know, I, I'm to that, I'm just like, I, I don't, I don't know. Like, did any of those soldiers ever drop 81 points against the Toronto Raptors? Because I, 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 I don't think they did. I don't think they did. I'm just joking. Important? No. Important? No. Impactful? Yes. That's the difference. Is any life more important than the other? No. Are certain lives more impactful than others? Absolutely. And to say otherwise, you're fucking lying. You're bullshitting yourself. You're either delusional or you're dishonest. A little bit of both, perhaps. But I'll say it again, just so you get the quote right. No, one life is not more important than another life. However, some lives are far more impactful than other lives. I'm not going to go into, into some military shit, right? Because you, you um, as soon as I said I'm not going to, I felt myself going into it. So I'm, I'm, I'm not going to. I'm not going to. I'm not going to say no shit to disparage the, the military. Here's the thing. If you call the military heroes, okay, you know what? That's fine. That's fine. You want to join the military? Cool. That's fine. You people want to call you hero? That's fine. 
You know when you'll be a hero to me? When you do it for free, because you get paid just like I get paid for doing shit I signed up to do in the first motherfucking place. That's not taking away the severity of your job. That's not taking away the need for it. That's, that's not taking away any, any any sacrifices you made or whatever. But like, yo, I'm not, I, I, I'll, uh, consider me last in line to suck your dick for, for signing up for a job that, that no no one made you sign up for. No one made you sign up for that. And and you get paid. You get paid. I worked at a college for 10, uh, for 10 years I worked at a college and I couldn't go to the fucking bathroom without a goddamn military recruiter trying to get, get, make me hop. Yo, you're kind of big. You, you, do you work out? Hey, you ever thought about the Air Force? Yeah, I think about it all the time. You know how? I think I'd never fucking join the Air Force. That's how the fuck I think about it. But you know, that's one man's opinion. That's one man's opinion. Again, no disrespect to armed forces and this and that, but I, in my opinion, it's just a job. It's an important job, but it is a job. You signed up for it. You get paid for it. That's what you do. Does that mean it's not sad when when you die in a plane crash? Of course that's not what if 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 you think that's what I'm saying, fuck off. I don't need dumb people listening to my podcast. But if you're logical and rational enough to 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 understand what I'm saying, then then by all means, uh uh, uh subscribe. Follow me on Instagram, GVDZ double OKS. I'm simply saying we all pick our own heroes. If your hero was Kobe, great. If your hero's a, a, a soldier in Afghanistan, great. My heroes are, are, are neither of those. They're, they're different. And I'll be far more impacted when they die. Like when Anthony, Anthony Bourdain was one of my heroes. And, and I think if, if, if you've gone far back enough, certainly if you followed in real time, I think we all know how that affected a motherfucker, right? And, and so I'm, I'm at a point I won't apologize I, I won't. I won't apologize for having heroes that you don't consider heroic. That because I, I don't. I, I, they're my heroes. They don't have to be your heroes. There's plenty of people to choose from. Pick one or don't have any. I don't give a fuck. But don't tell me when I should and should not be sad. And don't tell me when I should be more sad. Don't tell me how to prioritize my emotions. Feel what you feel. I'll feel what I feel. Another thing, Ari Shafir, he's a comedian. He's a, he's a very famous comedian. I've actually met him a few times. I've never thought he was funny. I've never, ever thought Ari Shafir was funny. I, I've, I've gone on record. But honestly, he's making, he, he makes way more money than I do. He makes way more money than I do. A lot of motherfuckers know who he is. Not a lot of people know who I am. So I'm not taking anything away from him. But he, he went, he, he said some shit on Instagram. It's kind of right up his alley. He's, he's a known, he's a, he's a shit stirrer. And I, I respect that. I respect that. But he, he, he's all under fire right now for, for saying he's like celebrating the death of Kobe because he, he was a rapist and this and that. Right. And, and, and the human side of me is like, yo, fuck this guy. This dude's an asshole. However, I'm not going to tell that motherfucker what to do. It, it's crazy. It's crazy to me that the internet is full of people who would, on one side, talk about free speech, freedom this, freedom that. But then, as soon as somebody somebody says something that they don't like, that they not only disagree with, but it kind of tugs at your heartstrings a little bit. All of a sudden, you're like, "Yo, I've, I saw people all in the comments like, yo, take this guy's page down. Why is this page still active? Instagram should de- deactivate your account.' You know, uh, I, I, I'm, excuse me, I hate to break this to you, you stupid fuck, but that's not how freedom works. I, I'm sorry, freedom is a double-edged sword. Freedom, 
The same freedom that would allow you to say whatever the fuck you want to say also lets that guy say whatever the fuck he wants to say. And the second that guy's not allowed to say whatever the fuck he wants to say, uh, you, you start counting down the days until you're not allowed to say what the fuck you want to say. So if your idea of freedom of speech is everyone should be allowed to say anything as long as you agree with what they're saying, go fuck yourself. You're a moron and we don't have room for you. We don't have room for you. The, the, yo, the boat's sinking. The, the, the boat's sinking, baby. Population is out of control. I don't know that for sure. I just have read that on, on you know, liberal news sites. But we, we, don't, we don't have room, and I, and I certainly don't have time or energy for, for, for dumb people. And, and I'm, not, I'm not implying that everyone I disagree with is dumb. There's a lot of people, there's a, a, a ton of smart people that I know personally and, and know of that I, I, I vehemently disagree with, but they're smart motherfuckers. I could at least see why they think the things they think. But then you get these, this, just these hordes of fucking mouth breathers who just regurgitate words. Just, they just regurgitate words. Take your page down. This is hate speech. It goes back to what I was saying in a couple episodes ago. Don't say that. Don't say that. That's our culture right now. Don't say that. Fuck you. Don't tell me what to say. You don't have to agree with me. Furthermore, there's a bunch of people now who are like threatening to like go beat up Ari Shafir or, or, or go to his house. Or, you know, people just talk. I, I doubt everyone. Yo, this is L.A. You can't do that shit here. Ah, you can. He's been doing it for years and, and people have yet to, to, to kill this motherfucker. So all, all you all you all talk talking as you little crybabies, you ain't going to do shit. You ain't going to do shit. And when you do, I'll stand corrected. But by and large, all you guys do is talk. And if you think you're justified or anyone is justified in causing him physical harm in going in causing him physical damage to his body because of words he said, because of ideas he has and opinions he had, then I'm going to throw you in that, that same category uh, with, with, with the, dumb, the dumb mouth breathers that we don't have room for. We don't have room for you. We don't have room for you. Do I agree with what he's saying? Absolutely not. Do, do I think he's an asshole? I, I, I thought he was an asshole before you thought he was an asshole, but I, I believe in his right to be an asshole. That's the difference between me and you. Not you, but, you know, you. If, you, if this applies to you, that's the difference between me and you. Be emotional. Go ahead. Be emotional. You, you, your emotions are justified, but don't let your emotions impede your logic. I repeat, do not let your emotions impede your logic. Because that's how we as a society wiggled ourselves into, into this, this fucked up situation in the first place. The fucked up situation in which we find ourselves. So, that's my thoughts on Kobe. Uh... In closing, yo, if, if, again, if Kobe was your hero, you know how you can honor Kobe? Go be a bad motherfucker. Go be a bad motherfucker. Go, go, go find something you love and don't stop until you're great at it. No matter what that is. Find something you love, something you cannot live without, and don't stop until you're a motherfucking god in that field. That's my thoughts on Kobe. Uh, I've never, my, my motherfucker's all riled up over here. All right. Take, let's, take, let's take a breath. Let's take a breath. Let's, let's, let's reel it in. Let, let's, let's reel it in. Sip a coffee. You know you've lived a, a, an eventful life when you have to drink coffee to calm down. I gotta go. Um, I, I gotta drive from here. I gotta leave my house right now and drive to the studio in LA because we're recording tonight. Uh, my other podcast that isn't out yet, but long story, it, it'll be out. Um, uh, 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 thank you for listening. Yo, shout out Brianne once again. Thank you for the question um, and the topic to talk about. That was a good one. That was good. Yo, that was fun. That was fun. It was a probably obviously perfect timing. And um, I hope you, the listener, I hope, I, I don't know. I hope that was entertaining. I hope you got something out of it. I, I don't know. Um, I, I had fun. So 
If anyone else wants to submit topics or questions, uh, you can do so at onthewaydown.net. If you just email Zach, Z-A-C-H, at onthewaydown.net. Or you can just uh, DM me on Instagram, either on my personal, that's at G-V-D-Z-O-O-K-S, or the Instagram of uh, of this podcast, at O-T-W-D podcast. Uh, yeah, submit questions or topics or, or just any, anything anything you you would like to me to cover or rant about or, or talk about and if 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 i if i got something I'll, I'll i'll i will i will give it a shot thank you so much for listening please subscribe to this podcast on your preferred platform be sure to give this a five-star rating and leave some kind words behind if you are so inclined i would very much appreciate you doing so it does help it does matter it makes it makes a big impact so if you want to support me uh, that's how you do it. Go to onthewaydown.net, uh, for this podcast and also the blog, but also, uh, the link that I'll put up if you want to support Gift of Gab, uh, in, in his, you know, if you want to buy this motherfucker a kidney, uh, I mean, how many times have you bought a motherfucker kidney? I, I personally, I've bought a lot of crazy shit in my life. I've never bought a kidney for anyone. So uh, I'm, I'm, I'm personally, I'm, I'm going to kick him a few dollars. Just say, yo, I bought that motherfucker a kidney. I've been listening to him since high school. He, he's a great rapper. I look up to him and I bought him, I bought him a kidney. That's kind of tight. That alone is worth the money. But yeah, the link will be on, uh, probably the homepage. Once again, please follow me on social media at GVDZ, double OKS, Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook, OTWD Podcast on Instagram, uh, ZachTakesPictures.com for all photo-related business inquiries, such and such as Z-A-C-H, TakesPictures.com. Follow my band on Instagram, that's mr.hooverband, uh, Mr. Hoover Band. Uh, what, 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 what else we got? What else we got? Um, uh, support the sponsors. And, uh, if you want to sponsor, hit me up. Uh, we're going to be, oh yeah, the YouTube page, go to the, go to onthewaydown.net and please, please subscribe to the YouTube page just so I can get a motherfucking URL. So I can, I, 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 I can push this shit out in the universe. It's, it's really hard. It's hindering. It's, it's, it's hindering my progress. So if, if you would be so kind as, as to go subscribe to the YouTube page just to help me out, I, I would appreciate that. Share this shit with, with anyone you think might enjoy it. If you're interested in sponsoring, if you have a, a product, a service, uh, whatever it is you do, if you think it's a good fit and you'd like to advertise on this podcast, I'd be happy to sit down and talk and see if we can uh, figure something out. We're going to we're gonna keep going and it's going to get bigger. I, I'm, I'm not going to tell you who we have on uh on on this podcast scheduled to be on this podcast but uh, there, there are some names i'll just say uh one of them was recently on ellen's show so you know i i mean i'm not i'm not quite as big as ellen but but yeah she she might disagree she might disagree i don't know i i'll ask her when i have her on the podcast that'll be my first question i got to go Thank you for listening. I sincerely mean that. Thank you for all the kind words, all the good feedback. It means the world to me. It keeps me going. And uh, and we're, that's what we're going to do. We're just going to keep going. My name is Zach Gadzooks. If you're nasty, this is On The Way Down, episode 12. We'll be back next week. The devil is a motherfucking lie.